You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Well, Matt fellow adventurers, I've decided to go to the Groggy Giant Tavern, which is near, which, which is, it's near Hawklaw, a flickering golden glow and the echoes of unbridled mirth seem to perpetually spill out of the wound stone-cased windows of the Groggy Giant, a tavern with a well-deserved reputation for delicious fare and a friendly atmosphere. A broad flagstone path runs from edge of the lane up to the tavern's imposing oaken door, upon which is emblazoned the silhouette of a frothing tankard crossed by a fork and spoon. There's a link there's an observation link for the flagstone path. Several of the flagstones are spattered with what appears to be dry blood. Ooh how did that happen? Bar fight. Uh, just someone bringing in game and it wasn't wrapped up properly. Monster attack. The tavern's propertyer, the famed adventurer Dragonbane, is said to have personally designed the establishment and overseen its construction. There's an observation link. It's long been suspected, but never proven. That magic was used in the construction of the tavern, and, a, and that a special enchantment placed upon the establishment protects it from fire. Adjacent to the east side of the structure is a stone wall courtyard, could be entered by the way of an ornate iron grate. I'll start with the courtyard. The walled courtyard, perhaps half the size of the tavern it abuts, 
is overflowing with a grand assortment of flowering plants and tangled shrubbery. Several of the plants of the thorny variety seem to claw at you with every step, tear at your attire, awaking at any bits of exposed flesh within reach. So I best be sure not to expose any flesh. And let's look closer at these things. Among the thorny plants that make up the courtyard's overgrown tangle are several fang-tipped bushes which feature curved thorns that are nearly two inches long. That's too much, too much! At the centre of the courtyard, the sculpture of a giant hand reaches above the abundant growth. Its forefinger pointing up at the sky. Make your way up to the statue. In the centre of the overgrown courtyard, a giant sculpted hand rises out of the moss-covered basin. Two observation links, sculpted hand. The massive statue of the hand, its forefinger pointed at the sky, rises directly out of the centre of the water-filled basin. A curious symbol resembling a cloven shield above a closed eye is engraved on the underside of the sculptured hand's exposed wrist. Okay, and moss-covered. The moss covering much of the basin is a vibrant bluish-green. You note, with some curiosity, the moss seems to avoid the basin's whim. Hmm. The basin is filled with filled to its whim with dark, sparkling water. According to local legend, and nearly every patron who frequents the block jockey giant, tossing gold into the basin will bestow upon the donor a favour of luck. So I can throw some gold in. I can throw one, ten, one hundred, or one thousand gold for a minimal, moderate, superior or maximal luck boost. Well, I might as well get the biggest one I can. 1,000 gold just in there. I assume someone will collect all these gold tokens because otherwise the basin will overflow with them. You toss a vertebral horde of gold tokens into the basin and watch as, as the lone token sinks out of sight. Okay sinks out of sight in in the dark okay okay i th th this seems odd horde loan hmm. what, what did, did they all compress into one coin hmm? oh, i don't know favor of luck the dark water in the basin suddenly begins weaving and bubbling as a strange sensation courses through you Through only a few moments the water becomes still and the strange sensations were placed by a reassuring sense of calm. The favour of luck you've just acquired will provide you with a maximal boost to your luck. Through the, the, February the 26th, 2021. Let's have a look at it. Favour of luck. The favour of luck is providing a maximal boost to your luck. You can't see it, but, you're, but it's always there watching you. Ready to deploy its ancient power to help your luck at the critical moment. Note, the favour of luck does not modify your luck stack. The favour of luck was bestowed upon you when you tossed gold into the water-filled basin 
in the courtyard of the groggy giant tavern near near Hawklaw. Now that's another one of those behind the scene boosts where what it actually does isn't clear but it probably does something because this is a player owned tavern and you wouldn't you wouldn't have you wouldn't you wouldn't put, put something that does nothing in a player owned tavern would you i don't know i'm going to assume it does something okay now to enter the tavern itself the din of merriment echoing throughout the goggy giant's main hall is almost deafening. Now and again, the tavern keep Pothwin will ring a bell in an effort to garner the attention of patrons and momentarily quell the din. Through the tactic, rarely has any noticeable effect. Despite the constant war, the general mood of the patronage is one of congeal congeneity where travellers, locals and strangers mingle freely, sharing bits of recent news News while partaking of the tavern's renowned fair. Above the fireface, the end of the wall, rests what patrons have come to call Basher, a massive wooden club said to have been wielded by the legendary mountain giant Gorgomar. The stone statue of a fur-clad forest giant stands in one corner of the room, frozen gaze giving the eerie impression that its lifelike eyes are scouring the crowded hall. Alright, quite a few options here. Seek out the set tavern keep, examine the statue, examine Basher, expect a portrait hanging nearby, and of course, order food and drink. Seek out the tavern keep first. Pothin, the gizzled tavern keep, those gruff demeanour, Often seems at odd with the general moves found within the groggy giant's wall. It's friendly enough, but always seems preoccupied with some sort of, with some unspecified pressing task. It's well known fact that if pressed to do so, Prothrin will recall a joke from his seemingly endless repertoire of mirthful anchorjotes. Lots to do here, he says, sighing. Keeping up with it all in a place that runs like this one does isn't easy, mind. Let's converse. Prothrius seems to take little interest in idle conversation and always hints at the remarkable load of work he has yet to tattle. I don't know if you've heard anything about that funny bit of business not far from Twinmore, he said offhandedly. Well, I'm quite certain it's nothing we need to concern us as we this out this way. As Prithrim again mentions his waking work, partly take your leave of the tavern keep. Does anything different happen if I talk again? Alright, uh, still Trimador. Right, third time. Funny business in Trimador. Okay, it might be permanently Trimador. Hmm. Or maybe it doesn't cycle that quickly. Who knows? Alright, press in for a humorous anecdote. At first, attempting to deny your request for a humorous antidote, Puffin's mood seems to lighten, and the Griven's tavern keeps smirks left. All right, all right. Have you heard the story about the dragon, the firefly, the rabbit, and the bear? When you shake your head in reply, he quickly relates to you a long-winded, only occasionally funny narrative that leaves you wondering why you bothered to ask him for one in the first place. 
I've got many more of those kicking about, he says, laughing, completely weeding your response to his attempted mirth. Many, many, many more. And even a few more than that. Thanking him for the amusing, barely, yarn, he politely take your leave of the tavern keep. Okay, let's examine the statue now. The statue of the forest giant, nearly eight feet tall, is a masterful sculpture, down to the most minute details. The bearded face of the depicted giant, bearing a fearsome scowl and a pair of deep-set eyes, gives the impression the fur-clad, hawking terror is staring directly at you. The name Ildruff is engraved across the statue's square base, revealing the piece to be one of the creations of the famed sculpture. Wait, is he the guy I got the chisel from? I think I think I stored it anyway. Uh, let me. Uh, I'll just check. Yes, yes, it is. It's him that I got the chisel from, and it's him that made this. Mm. The statue of Tolgrog and all these giant adventurer statues that are all around the place. Oh, he's busy. <laughs> he's really busy. Huh. Okay. Examine the statue again. Uh, yep, yep, nothing's changed the second time. Third time, everything's the same. Yeah, doing that because some. Okay, examine Basher. Up close, Bashu is indeed an extraordinary sight. The massive club, the weight of which you'd rather not estimate, rests across a trio of iron hooks affixed to the wall above the fireplace. According to agreed-upon narrative regarding Basha, the club was, was once the weapon of the fearsome mountain giant Gulgamar. The ancient, an angular ident near the tip of the club is said to have been crafted where where Gorgomar brought the weapon down. The head of a griffin that attempted to invade his lair. Twice since it has been on display, the cub, the club has tumbled from its perch and crashed to the floor, nearly crushing several patrons each time. Prophoth, the tavern keeper and dragging mate's property, have recently taken measures to make certain the club does not again topple from the hooks. Alright. Oh, exactly. Wait. I can look at this indent. Oh. Only visible upon close inspection. A small, intricate engraving along the edge of the angular knock depicts several small, snake-like figures rounding, surrounding a much larger being. A faint aura surrounds the notch. Okay. Okay, let's look at the portrait. A sizable portrait, obviously the work of a master painter. It's a striking profile of, of the groggy giant's illustrious owner, the famed adventurer Dragonbane. As depicted in a painting, Dragonbane is facing to the right, his face bearing a contemplative expression. In the background of the portrait, not easily discernible at first glance is the silhouette of a towering castle perched across a craggy escarpment. Looking at this castle closely, a closer examination of the castle in the painting reveals the carefully camouflaged image of a body 
toppling from one of the high turrets. Kneeling closer to the portrait, and spot a faint red outline surrounding the falling figure. Ooh. Go back. Alright, has that done anything? Alright, let's go order some food and drink now. The food and drink available at the Groggy Giant is second to none. The tavern offers a variety of simple, delicious, fortifying fare, and a large assortment of ale certain to appease even the most discerning patron. So I can order food, call for ale, or not. I'm going to order some food. A simple but delectable affair available at the Groggy Giant has helped to bolster the tavern's fine reputation throughout the region. One of the tavern servers waits impatiently as you decide upon the order. Okay? Stewed rabbit! The stewed rabbit, serving steaming, stirs seething hop in a large wooden bowl, filled, filled with grilled leeks and fire-roasted potatoes, is every bit as delicious as it looks. Barely able to finish the ample portion you were provided, you eventually push the bowl to the centre of the table and lean back in your chair, content to momentarily close your eyes while appreciating the pleasant ambience of the bustling tavern. Alright, turnip and pumpkin soup. A bright orange turnip and pumpkin soup served in a deep wooden bowl. It's decidedly pleasant, despite its thick, sludgy consistency and somewhat off-putting aroma. Having done your best to empty the bowl, you push the vessel containing what remains of the soup towards the centre of the table and stifle a violent bout. You didn't finish your soup, soup? You didn't finish your soup? You're supposed to finish your soup, Zoop. You're supposed to finish the soup. Finish the soup, Zoop. Finish the soup. Okay, okay, that's enough of that. He finished, he finished, that, that, after I yelled at him, he finished the soup. <laughs> but that wasn't shown on the game, because the game doesn't know I yelled at him. Order the fire blackened lizard. The fire blackened lizard, which is... According to what you managed to deduce, the roasted flesh of the marauder lizard is garnished with a variety of honey-glazed vegetables and a curious array of seasoning. Despite the odd bitter taste every now and again, the meal proves to be both delicious and filling. And as a link from marauder lizard, this grey and green striped lizard is often found in wetland areas. The marauder lizard is both carnivorous and aggressively territorial, which is not a good mix should you meet should you meet up with one in the wild. These savage creatures have known to be caged by tamed by cave goblins to be used as instruments of war and intimidation. Oh that's cool. <laughs> Unless you're being attacked by said marauder lizards, but that's it's a it's a cool cool idea though. Cool idea. Yes. Okay, now the blue sawfin. Hey! I brought that back! <laughs> the blue sawfin, ser served in charred chips, 
with a wedge of cheese and a piece of hard bread is among the best food you've ever had the pleasure of tasting. Following the filling meal, you find yourself struggling to keep your eyes open as you sit back and relax, taking in the sights and sound of the tavern's incessant jovial bustle. Alright, I've now, that's, that's enough food. Call for ale now. Among the many ales available in the Gro- Groggy Giant, three in particular stand out from the best, having earned long-standing high praise from the tavern's most discerning patrons. Order the Eel Split Ale. Okay, I will. The Eel Split Ale, ingredients of which involve neither eels nor spit, is, almost, is an almost impossibly bitter brew with a flavour reminiscent of charred meat. Drunking the tankard, you set the vessel down on the edge of the table and lean back in your chair, content to casually observe the tavern's unending bustle. The Solemn Victory Ale. A strange feeling, almost like a sense of grand purpose mingled with valorous stoicism, washes over you as you swallow the last mouthful of the apple-infused ale. For a long while, the ale's powerful flavour lingers on your tongue, making you wonder what mixture of ingredients went into producing the strong, elegant brew. Okay, last ale, the Giant Tears Ale, served in a special tankard, the engraved size of which depicts an intricate battle scene where a giant has engraved engaged several armoured warriors. This strong, sweet ale sends a wave of warmth cursing through your bo- coursing through your body with almost every sip. When at last you empty your vessel, a sudden fleeting weariness washes over you, leaving you feeling slightly fatigued. Suddenly Alright, I've had all the food and all the drink. So now something can happen. A distant thundering bellow explodes inside your head. The the enraged cry rumbles through you, its eerie resonance simultaneously filling you with dread and pity. A quick glance around the hall confirms what you immediately suspected. No one but you heard the disturbing roar. Alright, and it doesn't happen again if I order the giant's tear again, obviously. Okay. Now let's have a look at the thing. Examine the statue. Alright, a faint red aura now surrounds the statue. Yeah, folk, touch the statue. As your fingers press into the cold stone surface of the tower, a jolt, a jolt runs into your hand and presses along the entire length of your arm. A red, the reddish glow surrounding the statue suddenly intensifies. So, remove my hand from the statue. The instant you pull your hand from the statue, the brilliant reddish aura surrounding the sculpted giant diminishes to a faint glow. Alright, touch the statue again. Keep my hand on it. A surge of energy runs through you as your vision begins to go dark. Now, keep my hand on the statue. A final, bone-jarring jolt runs through you as your surroundings swiftly fade into darkness. Suddenly, your eyes fly open, 
and you're startled to find yourself standing in the thick of a forest before the yawning mouth of a massive cave. The bloodied, mangled corpses of nine Tazal lying strewn about the ground. Here, the grim record of a brutal and recent battle. Alright, someone's been fighting Tazal? Alright, I might just help them. You're about to make an examination of the remains of the snake man. When an enraged roar erupts out of the cave's gaping maw. You can't hold me! Bellows an angry voice, its fierce and resonance akin to a blast of thunder. I'll crush you like the vermin you are! Pick now. Pick enough. Alright. Bonus of 50. 20 from woodmanship, 20 from aura, 10 from luck. Uh, pick now. Uh, Got to get 75 or more or something bad will happen. 124. Success. The sound of something approaching you from behind sends your pulse racing and you instinctively pivot. Drawing yourself into a defensive stance. Slipping out of the forest, their blazing yellow eyes fixing you with murderous stares. A three red scale tarzel. The fiendish snake men, each brandishing a scimitar, surge at you and attack, forcing you to strategically retreat several yards so you can face them one at a time. Alright, it's a Tazal. Here's the first one. Alright, I fought a lot of these before. You can, do, you can just join the other ones in wherever it is Tazal, go where they die. The Tazal slashes at you with its scimitar. And is slain. 5 XP. The second Tazar slivers around the remains of his falling cohort and attacks, slashing at you with his glistening scimitar. Here's the second one. Slashes at you. Brutal stroke. For a bit of damage. And is slain. Before, 6 XP. Before you can catch your breath, the third Tazar is upon you. Hissing wildly as it attempts to cut you to sweats. Tazal, three of three, slashes at you with his scimitar. Keep slashing, I keep bashing. Your enemy lays a particularly brutal stroke on you for 12 damage and is slain. 6 XP. As the last of the three Tazal slumped to the ground at your feet, its dark blood spilling into a widening pool beneath its angular head. A bellowing voice wings out from within the cave. Its desperate me message seemingly directed you. Help me, human! I just need to get free! Without a second thought, you rush into the cave, prepared to face the unexpected, but entirely unprepared for the strange, settling sight that greets your eyes. You burst across the threshold of the cave and spill into a massive chamber wherein a grim scene freezes you in your tracks. In the centre of the vast chamber, trapped within the crackling confines of the silver energy fields, stands a, stands a towering forest giant. A green-skinned humanoid, easily twelve feet tall, groans and grits his teeth as he struggles against the magical barrier that's keeping him restrained. Surrounding the ensnared giant are seven Tazal, including one that's holding aloft a curved iron staff, which you presume to be the source of the magic powering the field of energy. 
Alright, I'll have to deal with that one. Well, I'm probably going to have to deal with the other six first. Have at them! Have at them, human! Bellows the giant, his deep, thundering voice reverberating through you while simultaneously turning every Tazor head in your direction. I need to get free! Three of the Tazar, each wielding a glittering scimitar, shiver towards you, their, fir their fiery yellow eyes glowing like lamps in the half-gloom. The giant continues to strain in the magical barrier that holds him fast. You feel compelled to aid the giant against the sinister snake men. Okay, so I've got a few options. Just engage them. Use telekinesis, elementalism, or archery. Mm, elementalism. Oh, it failed. Oh, well. I guess the elementals were all busy at the moment. Before you can successfully act, the freeters are slivering towards you, surging to melee range and attack. Hissing fiendishly with every deadly stroke, stroke of their glittering blades, or right, three eaters all at a time. They slash at you with their scimitars. They keep slashing, I keep bashing, bashly bash, 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 they are slain. 6xp. You leap over the corpse of the slain Tazal, just as the staff wielding snakeman spins to face you, his blazing yellow eyes fixing you with a hateful glare. Tazal Maid levels his iron staff at you and almost immediately, almost immediately feels as if you inside to on fire. Struggling to fend off the sinister magical attack, you clutch in vain at the searing, planes, searing pain stabbing through your chest. Alright, pick your number. Bonus of 40. 20 from body, 20 from spirit. Got to get 75 or more. This is going to hurt a lot. Pick now. 138 success. Staving off the worst effects of the magical attack, you ignore the surging pain and rush at the Tazar mage. The foul snake man hisses wildly and slivers forth, brandishing his staff as he prepares to meet your attack. Here it is, the Tazar mage. Oh yes. Never, never good news when you meet a Tazar mage. The tall maze swipes at you with his staff. Hmm. He's, I don't think I've ever met a good Tazal in the entire game. I mean, I've met good Catamarks. I've met good Goblins. I've met good Undead. I've met a good, a good Ogre. I've met a very, very good Troll. Although... You wouldn't know he was a troll at first sight. But Tazal? Eh, uh, let's see. Okay. The the Kagari, they've been bad, but... Hmm. But I think, think the... That, that last... The, the Kagari I found in Pakwur that was causing all the problems, he was at least sympathetic. But the Tazal, they, they are... They're, they're, they're probably just about the only always, always chaotic. E well, I think they're always more lawful evil, actually. Hmm, are they lawful or chaotic evil? Hard to say. But they're always evil of some sort. They're just about the only always evil race here. 
Alright, well, mainly, there's, I mean, there's, there's skeletons, but I mean, they don't really have will. So you can't really, you can't really assign a moral value to something without will. You can only assign that morality to whoever instructed it and constructed it. The Sarmade swipes at you with his staff. Yeah. Keep going, and it is slain. 7 XP. Your final blow sent a Tazar maze sprawling to the cave floor. The vicious snake man's iron staff flies from his grasp and clatters across the uneven stone surface as he draws a last ragged breath and expires. No longer maintained by the Tazar mage you dust slain, the crackling field of energy flashes and vanishes. It's abrupt, it's abrupt disappearance, elicting an approving bellow from the formerly ensnared giant. Drawing a weighty wooden club from a sheath strapped to his back, the forest giant, snarling and cursing, launches a swift and devastating attack on the remaining Tazal as he attempts to flee from the cave. Yep, yep, that's that loose end tied up. In a matter of only a few moments, the last three snakemen lie dead in various spots throughout the cave, their bodies having been crushed flat by the brutal strokes of, of the giant's fearsome cludgel. As his enraged expression softens, the massive green, green-skinned humanoid turns to you and nods. Thank you, he says in a rumbling but friendly tone. They had the jump on me. Did that lot. I'd have soon been killed. Or worse. Had you not shown up when you did. The forest giant. Who introduces himself as Cargill. Reportedly thanks you for coming to his aid. Telling you that he feared his days were about to end at the hand of Tarzel. Nothing would have vexed me more than that. He says scowling. Can you imagine that vermin taking me down? Unthinkable! And yet, but for your timely arrival, it nearly came to pass. Kagura regards you with a curious look and then slowly begins nodding. You're not from here, that much I know, he says. How did you get here? Do you even know where you are? We mustn't delay, for if you linger here much longer, it is very doubtful you will ever find your way home. The forest giant points to the far wall of the cave chamber, where you suddenly notice a swirling black portal, hovering only an inch above the floor. The inky vortex seems to beckon, silently beckon to you, as if summoning you to approach and step into its turning core. Don't they all, don't all the inky, inky vortexes silently beckon me? They do. Every vortex, it calls out to me saying, Go through me, go through me, it'll be fine, it'll be fun. I might lead to the level domain of puppies and kittens. I might lead to the level terrain of free cake. And if there are monsters, you get to kill them for XP. 
You can't lose. You can't lose. Go through me. Go through me. Says every water. Says every gate shadow path that I ever come across. That will take you home. Says Cargill. Nodding in the direction of portal. I don't know how it is you arrived here. But that is the only way back. You mustn't linger. The danger of being trapped here forever is very real. The forest giant leans down and gently places his massive hand on your shoulder. He again thanks you for your help. Before you go, take a draught of this, he says, closing his eyes and clapping his hands together. You watch in amazement as a shimmering black liquid rises to fill his cupped hands. I don't know what effect it will have on you, but it is likely to be profound. You must hurry, though. The portal could close at any moment. No, so I could take a sip of the black liquid or decline it. Now, I happen to know that taking the black liquid is, is a definite thing you should do. So, sip of the black liquid, here it goes. You lean forward and take a sip of the black liquid that fills Cargill's cupped hands. The sweet, thick substance rolls across your toll and down your throat, but, save for a slight tingling sensation in the pit of your stomach, produces no noticeable effect. The giant glances at the portal and gives a start. Hurry now! urges Cargill as the liquid vanishes and he uncups his hands. The urgency in his voice unmistakable. To the portal! Hurry! You look at the direction of the portal and your heart skips a beat. The magical gate is starting to close! You rush across the chamber and, without hesitation, leap into the shrinking portal. The light and sounds of the world around you melt into darkness as you tumble headlong into a frigid, fathomless void. Alright. With your very next breath, the impenetrable gloom surrounding you shatters and you find yourself once more standing in the groggy giant tavern, facing the stone statue of the forest giant. The tingling sensation you felt after drinking the black liquid out of the giant's hands returns and spreads through the rest of your body, leaving you feeling strong and refreshed. Your stamina points have been permanently increased by three. Ooh, very, very nice. Especially for such a small, such a short and very easy quest. As you gather your bearings, thankful to once again be immersed in the dovial din of the crowded cavern, you suddenly realise the statue before you is, inexplicably, an exact likeness of Cargill. And that's 384 experience to general. Although compared to a permanent stat boost, that's really nothing at all. The statue of the forest giant, nearly eight feet tall, is a masterful sculpture down to the last minute detail. The, the bearded face of the depicted giant, bearing a fearsome scowl and a pair of deep-set eyes, gives the impression... That the fur, the fur-clad, hulking terror is staring directly at you. The name Ildraf is engraved across 
across the statue's square base, revealing the sculpture being one of the creations of the famed sculpture. The statue is the exact likeness of Cargill, the giant those Tazor captures you hope defeat. For a brief moment, as you stand gazing at the statue, its expression suddenly twists into a faint smile before rapidly returning to a scowl. Okay, the statue's changed. Is the bassa changed? Okay, it doesn't seem to be changed. Look at the indent. Upon close inspection, the small intricate engraving along the edge the angular notch depicts several small slate-like figures strewn about the, fi- about the feet of a much larger being. Has, has that changed? I think it changed. I guess people who are listening more closely will be able to know has it changed. Or you could just rewind and check. And the portrait? Alright, the castle... Closer inspection of the castle in the painting reveals a camouflage image of a figure waving from the top one of the high turrets. Yes, that's definitely changed. Alright. Yeah. So, let's see. And food and drinks the same. I think that that's everything here. Alright. I'm just going to leave this tavern. And make my way to Hawklaw. Well, I will. Oh, I will quickly save. Oh, what's this? Oh, there's an archery tournament going on in the battlegrounds. Oh, that's nice. I guess I'll, I'll I'll check that out. But that be that'll probably be the same as all the other tournaments. So it's not really. It's not. Begins ah it begin archery tournament begins Friday the twenty sixth at six AM A Grand Archery Tournament begins this Friday, February the twenty sixth. Six AM at Art Zuman's Battlegrounds Grounds on Iron Crown Island. Adventurers skilled in archery are invited to take part in the contest. So next time Well we'll we'll go and investigate that air investigate that egg in the Withers Hills because I think next time will be I think next time will be the the ending of that little thing and, and until then farewell fellow adventurers support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. 
For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.